0: On today's Friday Fire, we talk about the question of what if I give all this effort or money or investment or whatever it is and it doesn't work? And we challenge that question because it can be really easy to not put both feet fully into a process when we are constantly evaluating that question, thinking it's not going to work, it can't work. And so today, we make you think differently. Live your life within the moment. the morning, morning you never know when it is over over all that i know is happy friday everyone welcome back to the food code i am here becca with liz your food code co-hosts and i'm actually on my way to philadelphia right now i am oh, yeah. we had early early flight with our children uh, so pray for me um, Cause we had to wake both kids up at like 4:30 AM to get on a plane long day, long day tomorrow, fly home Sunday. So we are going
1: to a family wedding. So I just pray that you have no flight issues. And yes. as I learned on our trip home thinking, Oh, nonstop, easy peasy. And then we had a computer issue and then sat on the airplane for two hours while they fixed it before we flew home, bring all the snacks. All of the
0: snacks for the children. I will bring extra bottles for Taylor. I like that as my, you know, go to. If she is losing her mind, she will drink a gallon of milk, and then you know, she'll be happy. So, so yeah, that's what we're doing today. Um, it'll be a fun weekend. I'm excited. We're gonna take Carson to the wedding. He has this adorable little outfit with like a jacket and a little vest, like a suit vest and a clip on
1: tie. Oh my I god! Just, I can't with how big they're getting in their personalities and just, I, know. I don't know. I Taylor will not be going to the wedding. Um,
0: But we are going to bring her out with us to go to like the family get together the night before and kind of check out Philadelphia a little bit. So, um so yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. My parents are actually flying out to watch Taylor for the wedding. Uh, so really random, but Nick and I, both lived my husband and i both lived in the same small town in philadelphia when we were babies we didn't know each other at the time obviously um but it's like this tiny little amish town called kennett square uh and so my parents want to go back and kind of check out their house and they're going and then i don't have to leave taylor with someone that she doesn't know the night of the wedding, which will be nice but my mom was like yeah we'll fly out i was like okay <laughs> sure thanks um so yeah so anyways. Uh, Happy Friday, everyone. Friday means Friday fire. And wanted to talk a little bit on a concept today that I think a lot of people ask themselves before taking a leap into something that might be scary or, you know, overwhelming, or it's just hard to comprehend like where you're going to get to when you're in the beginning of something. And a lot of people ask them the question of what if. I give all of this effort, maybe all of this money investment-wise, maybe time-wise investment, and it doesn't work out. And one, I think that that question is somewhat of a lie. I I think that that concept is somewhat of a lie because if you truly gave everything that you had, you may not get to exactly in your mind where you want to be. Because I think, again, we've talked about this before. I think sometimes expectations can be slightly unrealistic especially in certain time frames but you are going to get somewhere and you are going to learn so much along the way and we we know that doubt and you know overanalyzation and all of these things kill dreams so much more than failure does because failure is such an amazing teacher mm-hmm. and Insight and, you know, just developer of people. And this question that what if keeps people from accomplishing so many great things?
1: Yeah. And, I think and that's imp- what we kind of wanted to talk about today. <laughs> I think it's important to recognize, too, failure really isn't ine- inevitable. Like, no matter what you are striving to achieve, like, you know, when Beck and I were talking about this topic today, I think this can really be applied to a lot of areas of life. You know, um, what if I go to school to become a doctor or an accountant or, you know, whatever, and I don't pass, you know, all of these big exams like an attorney, right? You don't pass the bar, you don't pass the boards or whatever this might be. What if? And then people will, you know, get in their head because as we've kind of talked about in other podcasts, as humans, we, we like to clam up, right? And like hold ourselves back because we'll let those questions spiral. Or you may be looking to start a business. And what if I fail? What if I don't make any money? What if I put in the time, the effort, maybe a financial investment into starting a business and I don't make it? Sometimes people, I think from an imposter syndrome perspective, will look at someone who's achieved great things and not even ever start because they look at someone and say, Well, they've accomplished it all, and I'm not as good as him or her. So why even try? And all of these things, you know, as Becca is saying, like we can learn so much, and maybe you don't achieve the exact level that that person is that you look up to, but you achieve greatness. I think, you know, we'll use ourselves as an example in terms of if you asked us in 2017 where our business would be. We would not have thought that we are where we are today. And I hope that continues because we continue to take leaps of faith. We continue to invest lots and lots of time and money into mentors, continuing education, continuing to grow, you know, personally, um, not just within the business in terms of education, but also self-development. And I think that, you know... You have to really start to ask yourself, and we've done a different podcast on this a long time ago, like reframing some of these questions of what if I fail? Well, what if you succeed? You know, and I think for both of us, we have said along the way, even if it's just that one person, you know, we change their life from listening to the podcast, the podcast is going to be worth it, right? Even if it's from this business that we do, we have a few practitioners that we're able to provide for them financially. That's worth it, you know, or we're changing people's lives around the world. That's worth it. And if we asked ourselves, what if we fail? None of this would be here. You know, we wouldn't have Fit Mom Life. We wouldn't have the food code. We had no idea. I'm sitting in my office right now because we're podcasting remotely. And I distinctly remember the day that we recorded the podcast intro. We had a cardboard box. You guys, this is a real (laughs) story. Okay. We had a cardboard box around us and a mic that is far less expensive and nice as the ones that we have now, right? We, we didn't have much, but we had a passion and we had a desire and we had a a mission in terms of, we want to start a podcast. We want to help disrupt the diet culture. We want to bring, you know, education to people in a way that is digestible and understandable and kind of cut through all of the lies and the BS that you see all over the interwebs. So if that resonates with you, I hope that you'll walk away today and say, you know what, I'm going to do the damn thing. I'm going to take the leap of faith and invest in whatever it is. If it's your health, if it's a business, if it's education, whatever that is.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I heard a really great concept today on a podcast and they talked about basically the progressive overload of life. And if anyone weightlifts, you know what a progressive overload is. It's basically a training methodology of you continue to work on increasing weights, increasing sets. Obviously you take deload weeks in there, you know, you take maybe small breaks to let the body recover, but essentially you're you're working to get stronger and stronger over time. And not just lift the same weight every time you're in the gym, not do the same amount of reps every time you're in the gym. It's this progressive overload. And transitioning that concept over to life made so much sense because I think anyone that lifts the first day you walked into a gym, you couldn't fathom what you are lifting right now. Hopefully, hopefully you've been progressive overloading your lifting, but I could not have fathomed deadlifting 300 plus pounds the first day I walked into a gym, but I did it at some point. And it's not like, you know, the weight's Become easy, they still always feel hard. Same thing with life. Like you may not think in this moment where you want to be is realistic or possible, but all you can do is start to do the day to day, consistent, challenging things. And I think that that is bigger than anything. Like, yes, in our, you know, program, in our coaching, in our Work that we do, do we do big protocols and things that are, you know, quote unquote, like sexy and fancy and their supplements and all this stuff? Yes. But what's going to matter so much more is the things that you do every single day the things that, you know, the drinking of the water, the moving your body, the getting enough sleep, all of the, you know, the diet, the inflammatory foods that you're trying to remove, the quality foods that you're trying to introduce. Like you, I talked last week to a couple people on a podcast and essentially you cannot get by without those things. You can maybe get by without supplements. You can maybe get by without, you know, testing and all of that stuff, but you cannot get by without addressing your diet and addressing your daily habits. And it's just building on those as you live your life. And it's not this big, beautiful concept. Yes. I think it's important to have goals. I think it's important to have You know, visions of where you want to be. But what it always breaks down to is accomplishing those small things and putting in the work because the belief will come when the work is put in. The belief doesn't get to come before the work. I mean, yeah, some people, you know, are just super positive and have that no matter what. But a lot of people have to build that belief and a lot of people have to do the work before that belief gets there. The, I'm, I'm not sure I can do this. And then once you start doing the step-by-step-by-step, by step by step, you're like, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I, I am starting to see some results. I am starting to see my body change or my mind change or my business grow or whatever it might be, but it's never going to happen overnight. Like Liz and I have been in this business together for six to seven years, but you know, separately for longer than that. It's been a decade plus. You know, we've been on our health journeys that are continuously evolving and growing. And I thought about that the other day. I was like, I'm in my skinny fit girl era. I used to be in my strong girl era. Like all I wanted was to lift the heaviest weight and be the strongest and most capable. That kind of led to some injuries and obsessiveness. And, you know, my body wasn't very healthy doing that. And now I'm in a different era, a different season. And those seasons are always going to look different, but what's the same is that I'm always working towards my greatest potential of self that will never actually be realized and that's okay, but I'm always working towards it because if we aren't,
1: then where are we? We're stuck. Yeah. I mean, your, your timeline. I mean, I think it's no, we've talked about this before too. No one should have a timeline, right? Because that goal is a moving target. Like. Okay, if you have a goal to lose 10 pounds and you lose the 10 pounds, now what? Where do you go from here? Most people will get there and they'll be proud and then they will want to achieve something else. Well, now I want to go into a different phase of maybe building more muscle, right? Or maybe they go into maintenance for a period of time, but they miss that goal. Like, you know, I miss the feeling of, accomplishment, like working towards something. And so it's always going to be, in my opinion, no matter what you're doing in life, whether it's growing a business, working on yourself, expanding your mind, it's always going to be a moving target because we want to be our greatest selves. And so that overarching kind of desire is always going to leave you feeling empty if you stop working on yourself, if you're just not doing anything. Right. I mean, we we know that time is passing and you're either going in one direction or the other. You're never really staying stagnant. Yeah, you might maintain, let's say, a weight on the scale. You might maintain a job for two years with the same salary. But guess what? Inflation is going up. So you're actually moving backwards. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where you you have to just kind of ask yourself, like, what can I do to continue to expand myself? And it doesn't always have to be, you know, a physical goal it can be a mental goal i want to learn more we've had four clients just this year go into courses you know that we've recommended because now they want to expand their mind and their knowledge of this they're not sure yet if they're going to work you know in the industry and really work with people one on one the way that we do but they want to know more about it because it's fascinating to them and they're starting to see and hear and learn all of these different pieces of the puzzle that are far beyond just macros and calories, and so that's really cool as a practitioner to see other people have light bulbs go off and say, "I want to learn more about this too." Because what's going to happen, no matter if they are working with, you know, individuals, right? As as practitioners and, and working with them in a paid service format, they are still going to be the light to the others around them, and we know as women. We run the families. Let's be honest, ladies. Right. And so, if they can turn, you know, some of their husband's habits into better habits, maybe they don't completely stop drinking, but they scale back or they start eating more fruits and vegetables. Maybe their kids don't eat as many processed foods or better alternatives to some of the ingredients that are in the ultra processed foods. That's a big win because those are all small things that will add up over time and accumulate. To that person's health, right? And then they pass that on to their kids. We are, you know, generation to generation in terms of the female aspect. So that's what I think about too. Like, for example, when Marcus is asking about things, or I know Becca is the same with the kids. If they're asking, why can't I have this? I don't try to just tell them because I said no. Sometimes I lose my patience and I say, because I said no, but I try to explain to them, you know, because this could leave you with a stomach ache or you could feel really tired afterwards, right? Or it's just not good for us to have these things every day. We want to nourish our body with good things and their little minds can comprehend more than you think that's eventually going to hopefully lead to better decisions maybe when he's on his own or he's at school and picking his lunch or in college or, you know, whatever. All of these things you, you have to think about in your own life, but also in others that you are depositing these things. Because as, you know, we're kind of saying from a gym standpoint, like it's going to compile and eventually the thing you thought that you couldn't do, let's say for some people, they don't think they could drink a gallon of water or three liters of water a day. Now it just becomes their norm and they miss it i know if they don't do it right mm-hmm. that's going to add up in so many areas of your life if you can mm-hmm. kind of think about this in the aspect of what if i don't do this because we can tell you if you don't do it you're going to end up like majority of the people sick metabolic syndrome type 2 diabetes cancer all of these things that we hope to start to reverse and be part of the you know disruption of this because As we were talking about with one of our mentors yesterday, the storm is coming. People just don't Mm -hmm. see it yet. We are seeing Mm -hmm. it in our practice. We're getting more and more people who've been failed by the conventional medicine system who, again, there are great doctors out there, but we have a food industry that doesn't focus, you know, on anything related to health. And we have a pharmaceutical industry that doesn't focus on anything related to our nutrition. And it's hurting us.
0: Yeah. And and I think, unfortunately- The CVID um, was a big catalyst for a lot of people. It was a trigger. It was the stressor that tipped things for people. And we're starting to see more and more autoimmunity and unresolving issues and all of these things, especially in the female population, unfortunately. Um, You know, our 80% of long hauler COVID sufferers are females. And that's for a reason with our immune system. So, uh, you know, this what if? It doesn't work. I want to talk briefly too on the mindset aspect of that. It is very clear and apparent. We work with hundreds of women, thousands of women at this point. Those that come into this process with a mindset of, I'm just gonna do whatever I need to do. I'm, I'm gonna do whatever I need to. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm I'm okay with you know the ups and downs, see drastically better results than people that are the entire time questioning worrying, thinking like, it's, this isn't, I I don't like this. This is too hard. This is, you know, it's just not for the mindset makes such a difference. And it is undeniable in what we see with clients, with women that talk to us, like you can tell before you even start something most of the time you can tell who is going to see better success versus who is not because of that mindset and that's why we work on that a lot like we we are not afraid to mention that to people that hey it kind of feels like you're not really believing that this is going to be a positive or that this is going to work or that you know the the frame of mind is not conducive to the success that you're looking for and that question if you are someone that is always asking that What if this doesn't work? What if this is not for me? Again, I challenge you. I think that is a lie. I think that question is a lie because if you truly give everything, you are going to learn things. You are going to evolve as a person. You are going to become stronger as a person because of the failures that you're going to overcome through that process. Whatever that process is, I think that this can be across the board. This is not specific to health. This is business, this is relationships, this is education, this is self-development. You are going to become better, more informed, more knowledgeable, more capable, all of that, if you give everything to a process, no matter what the process is. And so instead of asking yourself, what if this doesn't work? What if I give all of this effort and this doesn't work? Look at it as if I give everything I have. I know that I'm going to get something out of this. There is no other, there's no chance you won't.
1: And what's the definition of it not working? Yeah. You know, I think for some people, they get so caught up females specifically. And Beck and I have, you know, battled this in our own ways over the years. If you were to take the scale away from every woman, (laughs) that would be amazing. Number one. But if you were to take the scale away and the factor of your weight being a definition of success, you would often find so much success and probably a lot more success because you would actually pay attention. And we're going to talk about this on Monday. You would actually start paying attention to all of the little wins along the way, better digestion, less heartburn, acid reflux, less migraines, less anxiety, better periods, no more PMS, debilitating, you know, cramps around your menstrual cycle. Maybe it's regulating your menstrual cycles, right? Getting back onto a 28 day cycle instead of some days, you know, or some months being 40 days and some months being 26 days, right? You would start to look at all of these other measures of health, right? My, my blood sugar, my energy, my sleep, my stamina, you know, my libido, my relationships, how I think about life in a positive manner, because I'm doing things that make me feel good. You could define success much differently, but instead most people stay stuck because they continue to define their success as the number that is flashing at them on the scale.